0: Stuart Emmett takes a look at e-learning note, Stuart Emmett cooperated with our very own Vivek to co-write the book Green Supply Chains, an action manifesto. This book was one of the first books in the world on the topic of green supply chains, and as such is used in universities around the world for executive training and research purposes. Wherever we turn these days all kinds of ER quickly growing and developing around us. Now as my surname begins with an E, then I better be careful what I say. But this does mean that I do appreciate that E is only the fifth letter in the alphabet. Therefore, to use our full-on diverse vocabulary, then many other letters are available to be used. E is only one part of many other parts, whether it is e-commerce, e-shopping, or e-learning. The whole has to be looked at and with e-learning, it seems to me that this whole has at least five main aspects. It suits some types of learning better than other types. It is a means to an end and not an end in itself. Some people like the screen and environment, some do not, and some like a mixture of old and D. It has already replaced some methods of learning. It is another valuable option in the tool bag of learning. Please read on for a brief consideration of each of these five main aspects. 1.0 It suits some types of learning better than it suits some others. In looking at e-learning, then we need to consider which of the two general types of learning we are involved with, puzzle-solving learning or making possibilities learning. These are fundamentally different and require different learning methods 1.1. Puzzle-solving learning uses programmed knowledge, which is applied to solve a current puzzle. Puzzles are those things that have a best solution and often a right answer. There is a familiar, known, accepted answer. Knowledge and facts are acquired and are used to bring about the required solution. The knowledge acquiring will be often, be more directive-led, for example by say teachers, trainers. The method used is basically, if you do this, then. The individual is taught how to do something basically the same as everyone else. It is usually about getting better at what is already done. It is looking for efficiency by getting people to do things right. It enables efficient performance control. It has an outcome of basic doing. It is traditional education and learning. 1.2. Making possibilities. Learning involves more insight, critical reflection and thought being applied to solve a problem, which may be more future-orientated in its outcome. It deals with situations, which have outcomes that are more uncertain. It deals with complexity as paradox is usually found. It is not so much a case of finding the right answer, but more a case of asking the right question. In exploring situations, when acquiring knowledge and solving puzzles may be a part of the process, there is a requirement to go beyond this into innovation and creativity. This needs a deeper level of understanding. More challenging questioning is used, for example, about what is needed and, for example, by asking why. Following this, questioning, reflecting and thinking is used, this is then followed by experimentation and testing. This leads, eventually, towards finding an acceptable outcome. It is promoting effectiveness and doing the right things. The individual will often learn from someone who assists, helps and guides by asking questions such as what if and why. The individual learns how to see it wider to critically evaluate and to think it through for themselves. Clearly these two levels of learning are fundamentally different and preventing confusion is critical. The following may help to bring this clarity when having to decide upon an appropriate learning methodology. Is learning required for individuals to apply knowledge to do something to standard and in accordance with current thinking and with relatively certain outcomes? For individuals to apply knowledge, to develop new problem-solving skills and then move towards handling more future-related problems with uncertain outcomes. For individuals to become more, of what they want, aspire to be. For teams and groups to learn together to get things done. To impact upon the development of the company. E-learning would seem, to be much better for individual-based, programmed puzzle-solving learning, and also for, the more technical hard stuff. Both of these have more black and white answers with clear outcomes and expected standards. The learner needs to find the right answer. But e-learning is perhaps of less use for the touchy, feely soft stuff and also less use for the non-pre-programmed, making, possibilities learning. This type of learning needs more reflection, more innovation and challenge and finding out just what is the question, problem. It can involve team, Group learning situations, where it can include those many types of interaction that are lost on the keyboard, screen. 2.0. It is a means to an end and not an end in itself for some people. Technology becomes an end in itself. These people get a technology fix that becomes the answer to all known problems. As with all good sales pitches, e learning is often sold as a need rather than a want. Here, E-learning is seen as having all the answers and that anything new will be automatically better. Tony Harris, training consultant, says we must always retain control of the process and whilst change is a constant, we must not be constantly changing. This is true, but how often are things changed because of flavors of the month? Everyone is going to be doing it, and it is new and nice to have. So often, What is really happening here is change for the sake of change and for technology fixing. But different learning methods are often about supporting the learner better. Certainly here, technology can be a useful means as a part of the learning process and he has some positive benefits to offer here. The Open University is actively embracing email support to students, as does David Granville's Silnet e-learning system. As David comments, Students now tell us that it is the most friendly and personal way to learn of any method they have experienced. We now have 85% of students on or ahead of schedule compared with less than 20% on the traditional methods. It proves that e-learning is not just about content, it is very much still about support. 3.0 Some people prefer the e-screen and environment however some people do not and some people, like a mixture of old and D. When considering e-learning, then we should never forget the user, the client, and the learner. Are not trainers, especially, all about making it easier for learners to learn by whatever method? If he does this, then fine. If it does not, then let us use the learning method that will assist learning better. The horses for courses viewpoint must prevail. Some people are best suited to traditional classrooms, some people are best suited to competency-based programs whilst a growing number are, turning to the virtual classroom, Tony Harris training consultant. We should always be looking to improve the way people can learn better. Whilst some say, if it is not broken, then why fix it, the answer to this saying should always be, but can we can improve it? With any learning then any change or any improvement must be customer, user, client, learner focused. If there are other gains to be had then good but customer focus first please. 4.0. It has already replaced some types of learning. E-learning methods have already replaced some former types of learning and in so doing, has replaced trainers. I know this personally though having some training work replaced by e-learning. Changes pushed by technology have happened to everyone, and trainers should not think they are in an immune and unique position here. But then, are not problems, opportunities? The material still needs to be developed. The content is the critical part of e-learning, the bells and whistles are useful but they will not sustain a poor content. After all rubbish in, then rubbish out and recycling on poor existing material will not work. Great opportunities exist with E to use more, attractive and moving visuals, and checklist feedback questioning including sounds. Simulations, interactions can all add to make a more interesting, challenging and useful learning experience. The Internet is not after all a replacement of Teletext. The Internet is different and presents new communication opportunities. For example, a new market can be developed. This may be on a potential world-wide basis with the availability of 24-7 learning experiences that are instant, on-demand and satisfy those who want it now. 5.0. It is, a valuable option in the tool bag of learning. Learning for me, is, any method and process which uses, personal power, knowledge and experience to, a, make sense of things, by thinking, b, make things happen, by doing, c bring about change, by moving from one position to another. The method and process can be classroom, simulation, activity, seminars, workbooks, conferences, exams, projects, assignments, one-to-one coaching etc. as well as e-learning. E is not the only answer but it is one part a growing, and therefore important, part of the tool bag. A strategic question to us all is what new inventions and developments are around that, will take us into the next three years. E-learning is one of these new developments. It will be ignored at peril, but needs to be looked at with maturity a maturity that uses it, where and when it is feasible and is capable of being used to its best extent. No technology fixes and ends in themselves please. As Tony Harris notes well e-learning has its own life cycle. It is up to each individual to decide when to climb aboard and start. Peddling acknowledgments with their special thanks for skeleton fleshing out via email, face-to-face, telephone chats, and internet discussion groups. To the following people, Tony Harris, training consultant, an e-trainer, assessor, amongst other things, David Granville, CEO, an early adopter, and developer of e-learning. Look at www.silnet.com. Mark Williams, a UKED network contributor, look at www.salami.com, John Kelly, a UKED contributor and CBT developer, look at www.prestec.co.uk. this article is the full version of a shorter version published in Open Learning today. Bale, January 2001 with title A Growing Part of the Trainer's Toolbag All written by Stuart Emmett. After spending over 30 years in commercial private sector service industries, working in the UK and in Nigeria, I then moved into training. This was associated with the, then, Institute of Logistics and Distribution Management, now the Chartered Institute of Logistics and Transport. After being a director of training for nine years, I then chose to become a freelance independent mentor, coach, trainer, and consultant. This built on my past operational and strategic experience and my particular interest in the people issues of management processes. Link for the blog, http://www.learnandchange.com slash underscore 23.html.